Every day, the United Kingdom spends two and a half million pounds on coffee. Yet, people can balk at the idea of paying pennies for a game. Professor Kelvin Harris and his lab assistant Brian are on a mission to bring you interesting and exciting games for less than the price of a latte. So stay away from Starbucks and nix that trip to Cafe Nero. This is Cost of a Coffee. Hello, I'm Professor Calvin Harris, the resident scientist for CodecMoments.com, and this is my lab assistant, Brian. Hello! In this episode of Cost of a Coffee, we're looking at Collectorb, the brainchild of Peter Dyesh, which first appeared on the PlayStation Vita back in May as part of the now-defunct PlayStation Mobile program. Not wanting to limit the audience to Sony's platform, Dyesh Games have ported the title to work on Android and Amazon's Fire HD meaning many more people can now experience the sheer frustration of rolling a ball around a maze in the dark. That's the basic premise of Collectorb. You tilt your phone or tablet to roll the slightly glowing ball of darkness to pick up cubes and not fall off an edge. It might sound like a familiar concept, and indeed it is if you've ever played with a tilting ball puzzle in real life. However, the challenge here is that you cannot see more than a short distance around the orb. Because of this, you need to be very careful of your surroundings. I've been in trouble loads of times, Professor, for carelessly flinging the balls around in the dark. Right. Don't really know what to do with that information, Brian. Rolling off a ledge or platform is very easy to do, so taking it slowly is the right approach to follow, if you are allowed. The scoring mechanism is all about speed. The faster you complete the levels, the lower the score and the higher up the leaderboard you get. Levels are grouped into worlds, easy, medium and hard, and each world has four levels to rush through. Scores are only awarded for completing the full world, so being swift is beneficial, but the controls themselves seem to work against you a lot of the time. Whilst playing, I always struggle to find the natural balance between accelerating and braking, which in reality is the action of tilting your phone forwards and backwards. Getting speed into the ball is no problem, but stopping the motion or going from a standing start into reverse caused me real problems. Things are either stationary or going at max speed. There's no in-between. It's similar to the effect I get from Brian after he's eaten too many Rolos. You should have said Skittles, Professor. Why? Well, number one, I love Skittles. And hopefully they'll send us some. Number two, our friends in America won't know what Rolos are. I take your point, Brian, but surely by adding that, you're just going to confuse them even more when they come over to the UK and expect Rolos to be like Skittles. <laughs> they're really not, are they? No, no they're, no, they're really not. In the interest of scientific curiosity, I ran the app on two different devices, a tablet and a phone. And I had repeatable results regarding the acceleration on both devices, so I can only conclude it's one of the reasons why the game prides itself on being fiendishly hard. Left and right motion is, however, extremely precise, so when you master the momentum, there's a nice fluidity and rhythm to the game. I hate to admit it, but it doesn't matter how smooth things become with practice, I'm still terrible at this game. It really punishes you for every mistake and takes away the safety net far too quickly. That sounds a bit like your employee incentive scheme, Professor. Interestingly, it's not really the dark that makes the game hard. It doesn't help, obviously. But it's not at the top of my list of reasons for failing a level again, and again, and again. No, that's reserved for the aforementioned motion controls. Strangely, it's not a rage-quit-inducing experience, it still made me want to have another go and master the maze. Maybe it's the haunting atmosphere, or the short levels, or the nicely composed and relaxing music, it's 
likely a combination of all the traits that allow it to walk the line between frustrating and compelling so well. So, is it worth the cost of a coffee, Professor? Well, coming from Peter and Thomas, the brothers that founded Daesh Games, and using the ever-present Unity engine, Collect Orb is definitely a title that's worth a look at. Given that it's currently retailing at 50 pence, and that's around about the same price as your baby Chino, Brian, I recommend you consider giving it uh, a roll. Professor, that is a terrible joke to end an episode on. Uh, how about untilt next time? No, that's actually worse. For more information about these games, visit our website at codecmoments.com. If you like this episode, especially given the professor's rubbish jokes and that, perhaps you'd consider giving us a rating on iTunes, or TuneIn Radio, or Stitcher, or anything, you know. And don't forget to have a listen to Codec Moments' other podcast, The Codec Call, as well. We'll see you next time. Can you suggest a game that costs less than a cappuccino? If so, contact at Prof and Brian on Twitter or email prof at codecmoments.com. If you enjoyed Cost of a Coffee, please leave us a review or comment and check out our other podcasts at codecmoments.com. Cost of a Coffee is a copyrighted production of Kodak Moments.